Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money from podcasts? The answer to every single one of these questions is pretty simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. The reason why I love Anchor is just because it's easy. It's simple. It's on my phone. I don't use any exterior hardware. I don't got to do anything really, but just pick up my phone, open the Anchor app, press record, invite my guests, and boom, you have the melancholy condition. So if you want to start your podcast, do so today. Go to anchor.fm. Hey everyone, what's going on? My name is Darius Velasquez and I am your host. Welcome to The Melancholy Condition. I wanted to give you a huge thanks for tuning in and hopefully you enjoy today's episode. Let's go ahead and start that intro track. Hey guys, welcome back to The Melancholy Condition. So this episode, I want to be talking a little bit about, or just mostly about, uh, the importance of exercise and mental health. I have a, the past, I don't know, maybe two and a half, three months, um, I've been sticking to a pretty uh, regular workout regimen, and as well as a diet, not necessarily the healthiest diet, but I've been making sure that I am eating constantly. Um, a lot more than I used to because I know a lot of times whenever I would get depressed or have high spikes of anxiety I'd actually lose my appetite and I'd stop eating which would then turn into more negative effects so I kind of want to just go over um, what I've been experiencing and some things that I've been reading on as far as the importance of exercise and dealing with anxiety or depression so let's go ahead and get started So what I kind of want to start on is going to be re-socialization. I know a lot of the times, if you're anything like me, whenever I get depressed or my anxiety kind of gets to the point to where it bothers what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, what I like to do is hide in my house and not go outside whatsoever and make everyone else do things for me so I don't have to leave. And that's a really unhealthy habit. So if you're anything like this, what I encourage is a little bit of re-socialization. Now, in the first few steps, you may want to talk about, you know, maybe going out, just walking around your block, going to a library, finding a quiet environment to go to. 
But this episode, what I really want to dive into is, like I said, exercise and the long-term effects as well as the immediate effects. So whenever it comes to resocialization, what I really do suggest is, you know, getting inside of a gym, whether it be a big gym, whether it be a small gym, whatever kind of establishment that has the environment of fitness, just because even if you don't talk to anybody, you're re-socializing yourself into a social environment and you're going to be worried about what you have to do in the gym rather than worrying about and dwelling on the things that bother you in your life. And, you know, like I said, later on in the episode, we'll be talking a little bit more about the long-term and immediate effects of exercise. But for now, like I said, all I suggest is just make sure you're slowly rehabilitating yourself to get adjusted to these new environments. By now, you should have that routine of waking up early and at least eating uh, pretty on lock, making sure that you're staying to it and you're motivating yourself to get up every day so it's a little easier each day. And that's kind of you know the steps you're going to take with being in the gym. At first, the first month, maybe it may feel awkward because you don't know anyone there. You may not know what you're doing, but after that first month or even two weeks, you kind of get a feel of a routine and routine makes people comfortable. So basically, um, what I want to talk about first, go over, is some of the things that I read on a blog a while back. Uh, basically, it just talks about you know what goes on in your body, not necessarily your muscles, but what goes on inside like your brain and what causes certain things while you're working out. So the average suggested workout is at least some type of aerobic or you know high energy training with little breaks for at least 45 minutes and based off of that regimen doing that three times a week uh, what happens to your body immediately every single time you work out is you become more active so your neurons in your brain actually call for your body to be more responsive because you're doing certain things that with certain muscles um, that require more blood flow, that require your heart to work more faster, um, that require your lung capacity to be higher. I believe that is called your VO2. Uh, it's basically just the amount of blood flow and oxygen your body accepts and releases um, at a certain amount of time. I believe it's your max level. So what happens is whenever your body is doing all this is a process called neurogenesis. Neurogenesis is a system of, how would I put, basically your hippocampus, which is responsible for your emotions, your long-term memory, and your mental health overall, starts creating new neurons while you're working out. Exercise is directly related to your neurogenesis, which is basically your brain is working itself out and creating new neurons to fire so you're working um 
what the hippocampus does is it helps you differentiate, you know, your long-term memories, new memories, new information, things like that. And this helps you as far as your mental health, whenever you're forming these new neurons, is you're able to see a little bit more further past your current situation and you're able to actually make better decisions and you're not caught in that constant situation of bad habits as your neurogenesis kicks into play you don't really um have much of a negative mindset i guess you'd say just because like i said you're working out your brain the neurons in your hippocampus allow you to use your brain better that's pretty much it so i thought that was actually really cool as a immediate effect of exercise um next i kind of want to talk about the short-term effects or no should i say the long-term effects so as far as your long-term effects on your brain and you know from exercise there's a large list which is kind of hard to go over everything just because of how extensive you know it gets into um, so basically what you're looking at is going to be the chemical production in your brain becomes super super balanced uh, everything you know as far as what the chemicals that make you happy um, the neurons that help your prefrontal cortex uh, and your motor skills, you know, there's a lot of different areas of your brain that long term your um, exercise will actually help. So we can start with, you know, your neuron neuronal plasticity, I believe, which is going to be the flexibility, your cognitive flexibility. Kind of what this boils down to is mental illness um, is the severity of it, I guess you'd say, is measured by the cognitive flexibility, which is going to be, you know, how many bad habits do you constantly do over and over and over again? Do you have the decision-making skills of being able to avoid, um, you know, bad thoughts? You know, this constant repetition of something negative is basically kind of boiling down to your uh, cognitive flexibility, and that's where your mental illness severity gets measured. Um, so that gets fixed. Um, your neurogenesis, like I mentioned in the last segment, gets it, it's sped up. So your neuronal um, genes, I guess you'd say, in your brain gets repaired faster. Uh, your motor skills that they help, you know, improve your motor skills, your attention, your focus. People with ADHD, believe it or not, actually can be cured to an extent with ex excess exercise. Um, exercise as well, you know, with all the areas it affects on your brain, it helps with your mood, um, it helps with your diet. So a lot of the times, you know, uh, one of my friends told me actually that the bacteria in your stomach is heavily dependent as well on your emotions and your cognitive functions. So if you're exercising a lot, which in turn burns calories, makes you eat more, as long as you're eating the right things, you know, it's kind of hard to be in a bad mood because you're able to eat, you're able to eat more. And if you're eating healthy, like I said, that stomach bacteria is going to help you out. So to overview the episode, basically, you know, rehabilitating yourself and re-socializing yourself is going to be something that's super crucial as far as you know the environment and how well you're taking care of yourself because like i said in the past you know keeping yourself in these secluded areas de-socializing yourself is super super bad um especially for someone that's dwelling on the things that they aren't happy about because then you socialize you know every 
negative thought with that area that you're secluding yourself off to in which like i said in the earlier uh you want to kind of you know re-socialize yourself get better at being okay with being in public find yourself an area that you're comfortable with and give yourself less time to have those negative thoughts or have those negative influences and then as far as your long-term and short-term effects of your exercise and your mental health it's it's super super crucial i mean it's hard to not look at everything and you know there's a huge list both short term and long term i kind of try i tried my best to go over some things which i still feel like i wasn't the most clear on but you know your short term you're getting a little bit better mood you're being able to eat a little bit better you know feeling a little bit more confident and then your long term you're like i said you're setting your brain up as a self-defense mechanism your brain is literally protecting itself and taking care of itself through exercise whether it be better cognitive focus working with your prefrontal cortex and making giving you better decision making giving you healthier decision making or even with your no your repair of your brain you're the chemicals in your brain and how they're being released and how it's affecting your body and then once again your stomach bacteria and things like that because you're eating healthier a healthier life demands for a healthier diet so like i said you know i encourage you to get in the gym whether it be something as small as cardio or some type of aerobics a group exercise class you don't have to jump in and be a huge fitness freak but doing something just to get yourself out of the house get yourself out of your head give yourself some actual something to be proud of pushing your body to its limits and finding out what you're capable of as far as strength actually extends your mental strength as well because then you know what you're capable of and it makes you almost want to push a little bit further Hey there, I just wanted to let you know that the fact that you took your valuable time and let me borrow some of it really means the world to me. If you could do me a favor, if you support the message that I have to share and the goal that I'm trying to accomplish, maybe you could share this on your social media. And if you're on Anchor, I'd encourage you to leave a call in and I'd love to play them on the show regularly. Once again, I just wanted to thank you and tell you how much it means to me that you took the time out of your day to listen to what I have to share.